0: where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Listen, there's a lot of absolutely nots on this podcast, and we get into it every week. If you're new here, welcome. Welcome. But I'm going to go ahead and jump right out the gate with an absolute yes. If you saw it on social media yesterday, you've seen the splash. You've heard the news. Hear ye, hear ye. Your girl has a Netflix comedy special coming out on the big Netflix. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to call it. On October 17th, it is called The Sun I Never Had. I shot it last year. It was from the original farewell tour. And I am so friggin' excited. You have no idea. I just, I'm going to have to get more Botox in my jaw because I've been grinding at night, but I wanted to start this episode with just an absolute attitude of fricking gratitude. I could not have done this without y'all. And if you can see on my vision board up there, up there, I put Netflix comedy special. And this is from 2020. We know that year was set ablaze. So I want you to know, even if you have something that you're trying to accomplish in front of you right now and it feels like it's never going to happen, it will. OK, write it down. Three years later, you know, I shot this thing last year. I didn't know if it was going to get picked up and then there and and everybody wanted it and we're here and I'm I'm so excited But October 17th on Netflix, call your grandmother, call your uncle, stop by the AutoZone, you know what I mean? Pop in a T-Mobile, a Cava, whatever, whatever is your local establishment and let them know. Spread the good word, the good word of the gospel that October 17th is the day the Lord has made. And, you know, I'm just excited. We've been on this journey together. And if you've been listening to this podcast for the past like four years, you know that I, you know. This has always been my dream. No, longer. I've been doing this podcast for longer, I think. It's always been my dream. And I I produced it last year, you know, did the whole thing. And to have it now on Netflix is just an incredible feeling. And I want you to know, yeah, girl is doing it. Hey, she's doing it. And it's okay to celebrate. You know, I was having I was really anxious. And I was driving to the office today and I said, you know, it's it's a weird time right now, especially in the industry. You know, everyone's on strike. I'm on strike. But I'm also like, I did this. You know, uh, comedy is a solo sport. I I paid for this myself. I produced it myself. I did the damn thing. So it's a weird time where I'm like, I feel like I can't celebrate, but I am going to fucking celebrate because I worked my ass off for this. And and it's very exciting. But I did have a moment. I got a little anxious and I realized, you know, if you came out to the first tour, the farewell tour, I talk about a lot of kind of vulnerable things. You know, my infertility, my dad dying, who I was as a child, all these really like horrifically uncomfortable moments in my life we giggle about. And I I was talking to Jen who uh, directed my first special and she's about to direct my next special. We're going to shoot in a month. And um, I said, Jen, I'm just, you know, I, I talk about whatever the fuck I want to on the podcast. I'll tell you on Instagram when the probiotics stop working, but I don't know why it's such a vulnerable feeling being like, this is my piece of art. My, my creative journey that I was on for three years. We did it. We put the, you know, it's set. You know what I mean? Picture wrap. And now anybody in the world, y'all we're going fucking global, Baby. Anybody in the world can be sitting in Melbourne, Australia and just jerk off to my videos now on the Netflix. And that is a vulnerable feeling. I mean, I kind of like it. You know what I mean? But anybody, dude, you could be in South America. I'm going to start getting people from South America being like, you look fat in your special. Or, wow, are those jugs real? Like, that could happen. I always dreamt of being worldwide. I always dreamt being on the Queen Mary and just waving my hand out to, I don't know, the fans. And now it might happen. But I did. I had this moment in my car and I was like, oh, my God, this is a very weird, vulnerable feeling. And and anybody can say anything about it. And this this material is so dear to me. And and I was like, let it go. Dude, let it go. Because we did it. I did it. You did it. We did it together. And I want you to know how much your support means to me. And also on October 17th, if you aren't glued to the fucking couch and sending a link to everybody you know, then I'm going to find you. Okay? I'm going to find you. And I cannot wait to see all the comments on Netflix from like incel men being like, women aren't funny. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I am. Locked and loaded with the laughs. I, I, I'm excited. You know, it feels weird though. It does feel weird. Like, you know, there's so much shit behind the scenes and I'm, I'm working on. And in this industry, you hear no, no, no all the time. Okay. And I know there's a lot of industries where you hear no, but in entertainment, it's a particularly funny thing because <laughs> like, I'll audition for like two years and, and you don't get any feedback. There's never like, Oh, we didn't like this or roll one in a different direction. You just don't hear anything. But the greatest thing about comedy is, is is I get a reaction. If I can put asses in seats and fill a theater, we got a show. So it's been a cool thing. Like comedy is the one thing that has always brought me so much joy because I can control it. And I feel grateful that y'all have been on the journey. And thank you for giggling with me every week on this podcast. Anyways, I won't get too sappy. We've already talked too long about this, but I'm very excited. The news is out. Your girl's going to be shaking her tits for cash on the Netflix. And, um, you know, with that, so I'm, I'm driving out of the office and I turn on Beyonce and I'm really like, you won't break my son, you won't break my son. And I was having such a laugh, an internal like LOL in the car because, you know, I was watching all my friends who went to see her perform on the Renaissance tour in L.A. And we got her first in Atlanta, right? I was at night three in Atlanta. I'm old school Beyonce fan. I was in a box. I was dressed up. I was fully bedazzled. But the, the, the last show in um, L.A. was on her birthday at the SoFi Stadium, right? Brand new stadium, state of the art. The Kardashians are there. You know what I mean? Zendaya's there. Okay. You know what I mean? Who do we have in Atlanta? Like, I don't know. Maybe Tyler Perry. And, I mean, I was there. Big deal. I was I was there. Okay. Anyways, so you know, you got the heavy hitters. You got the heavy hitters at the show in Atlanta. But I want to state for the record that I know Beyonce liked night three in Atlanta the most because when we went on mute, it was perfect. The harmonies for every single song, Love on Top, there were more gospel choir leaders at the show on that Monday night in Atlanta than, than it probably in the entire country, all combined in one place. The harmonies were hitting, the the vocals were on point. So while y'all all all in L.A. got to celebrate the queen's birthday in your chrome, just know I felt, and she told us, Atlanta was her favorite. So suck a dick. Y'all, it's time to get clinical, okay? And I'm talking about when you lather up your strands with Amika's Clinically Proven Shampoo and conditioner duos that literally leave your hair looking and feeling like you just left this along. Their science-backed formulas are powered by nourishing, naturally-derived ingredients with no nasties, we don't have time for nasties, that deliver visible, woe-worthy results for every hair type. Let me tell you something. I was traveling this weekend, and I have never been so mad in my life because I forgot my Amica dry shampoo, which is the hands-down best dry shampoo in the game. It's the only kind of dry shampoo that doesn't actually cause buildup. It leaves my hair feeling squeaky, clean, shiny, great, all the above. And I've never been so mad. And I promise myself that I will never leave the house again without my Amika dry shampoo. I already love all their shampoos and conditioners and everything in their product line. But the, the, the dry shampoo is just next level. Listen, I also love that, you know, they're a friend to all. All hair, hairstylists, and the planet and you. They use kind and clean ingredients. They were always vegan and cruelty-free before everybody else did. And they're clean and planet-positive at Sephora and a B Corp certified. They have sea buckthorn-powered products, which nourish your skin, scalp, and strands. We love to hear it. Listen, shop all my favorites at Love Amika. Let me spell that for you. It's L-O-V-E-A-M-I-K-A.com. Slash absolutely to get 20% off your order. Again, that shop, all my favorites at loveamika, L O V E A M I K A dot com, slash absolutely, and get 20% off your order. 20% off discount automatically applied at checkout. If you use my link, cannot be combined with any other offers. Expires 11, Again, live your best life with Amika. in one place, all on your terms. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I love Squarespace. I use it for my website. I can add my touring dates. I can add videos. I can add social media elements. Hell, I even added a merch shop. Doesn't get better than that. They have custom merch. They got online store, flexible website templates. Listen, if you're like, I want to start a business, but I don't know how the hell to even create a website. Go to squarespace.com. Use their templates. They take all the work out of it. All you got to do is go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com/slash absolutely to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that is squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I love Squarespace. It is the absolute freaking best. Work smarter, not harder. And all you do is go to squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, you can use it. Go there. Do it. Do the damn thing. Build the website. Start making that cash. Work smarter, not harder. Squarespace.com slash absolutely. Anyways, one of the things that I I don't think I ever mentioned, that is just kind of the energy that I think we all need right now. I I know that everyone's in this like weird place where it's like you're excited about things, but you're nervous about the future. What can you celebrate? What should you keep closed-lipped about? What is this? You, everyone's nervous because you don't know if, you know, the whole thing will blow up tomorrow. <laughs> Beyonce gives a three and a half hour performance of perfection, okay? She doesn't, she, the bitch doesn't sweat too, all right? She is flawless. The costume changes are iconic. Also city to city. She's in a new onesie, a new thing. Like it's just, it's it's performance art. It's unbelievable. Her vocals are on point. So she really gives you a show. And I'm not saying that like my shows are like Beyonce, but in the world of comedy, you come and feel a lot of emotions. But anyways, my favorite part is at the end of her show, Okay, and I'm not giving anything away. This is not a spoiler. You've seen it all over the Internet. The last moment that you have with with Queen Beyonce is her just up and she is hoisted up into the air in this gorgeous uh, silver, almost chorus robe and this fabulous bodysuit underneath. And she is dangling. So she's on the Renaissance horse. And then the final moment with her is she starts moving across the crowd and she's just dangling like the archangel you know, the second coming of Christ. It's just Beyonce up there. And she just starts talking to the audience. And it made me laugh so hard because it was just such a human moment for Beyonce, like a goofy moment. She just points at people down in the beehive that she knows down in the audience. The crowd. She's like, hey, girl, hey, Zendaya, how you doing? Ooh, Mark, love that fedora. Oh, girl, how'd you stand up in those heels all night? Your feet must hurt. And she just has these like Random conversations with fans. People are holding up posters like, Beyonce, it's my birthday. She's like, happy birthday, Nicole. <laughs> I don't know why. It just made me laugh so hard. So I saw it happening at the Atlanta show. Ray and I are like hysterically crying. We're laughing so hard. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's incredible. He's like, I I know I've seen the show twice. Like I I knew I was waiting for you to see this. So then I see people posting about it in L.A. They're like the moment that Beyonce lifts back up into the clouds like an angel and she disappears. I'm like, how is nobody talked about the fact that she is just up there dangling, dangling like like the Lord and just having random conversations with people like, y'all, it was hot in here. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, hey, what's your name? Crystal Crystal. Cute outfit. I can't. Are you? Did you sweat? I was sweating. And you're like, she's just being baked be in herself. And I just think it's a beautiful moment. And whatever kind of headspace you're in right now where you don't know what to celebrate, you don't know, you're nervous about things, you're nervous about stuff that's coming up. I want you to just center yourself, humble yourself, and remember, you could be Beyonce. You could have a three-hour absolute iconic performance and still at the end of the night just be like, what's up, guys? Who loves fedoras? Did you eat at kava for lunch? I did. You know, it's just at the end of the day, we're all just trying to figure it out. We're all doing our best. We're all just trucking along. But if you haven't been to the Renaissance store, you have to go. And I don't care if parking is bad. I don't care if the Uber line is long. You wait. You wait to see Beyonce's final conversation with the crowd where she is just literally chit-chatting like, oh, damn, somebody better tell my assistant to pick up my dry cleaning. Forgot about that. Like, it's just random conversations with her as the angel of life, just, just peeling back to the back of the stage. And it is truly the most iconic moment ever. You know, I just love it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was iconic and I wish more people were talking about it. So anyways, I don't know. I'm just feeling Beyonce. So I was in the car and I was feeling anxious and I put on that Renaissance album and I was just like, I was fucking vibing, jamming. So whatever you're, wherever you're at in your life and you feel like you, you know, let's celebrate the small wins too. Let's celebrate the fact that, you know, you may have goals that are three years down the road, write it down, Baby steps, baby action steps turn into money. You know what I'm saying? Turn into career changes, life changes. You know, and celebrate the things that people don't think you should celebrate. You got divorced. Bitch, I would be pulling out of that courtroom. You know, blasting three, six mafia. Celebrate that negative pregnancy test. Celebrate the positive pregnancy test. Celebrate the fact that your in-laws canceled for Thanksgiving. It's okay. Celebrate the small wins. Celebrate the big wins. But find some time today to find something, even if it's a a little satirical, a little ironic, that you can giggle with. You know what I mean? I I tell you what. We got to find those moments in every day. Because when the big moments happen... It's okay to celebrate those two, but find something to giggle about today. I just was literally driving in my car. Like if at my second special that I'm going to shoot in November at the Fox Theater, I, I, I was called my business partner, Jen, and I said, she's directing it. And I said, how can I, have a Beyonce moment where I am in this like fabulous custom outfit that we're getting made right now. How can I come out and have like the fly system, rig me up, rig all 200 pounds of me where I just swing above the audience. Like I'm not doing crowd work anymore. I'm going to do the last 15 minutes of my show. It's going to be crowd work with me in whatever kind of, you know, white boots and and bedazzled skirt I have on with the blazer. And I just want to be swinging above the audience. Like mom, hope I made you proud. What's up, y'all? See you at the bar afterwards. Did anybody bring me a varsity chili dog? I'm hungry. (laughs) That's all I want to do. Oh, my God. Hey, it's my friends from the country club. They're here. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Lindsay. Hope y'all are great. Like, that's all I want to do. I just want to swing above the audience like Beyonce and chit chat. That's how I'm going to do crowd work. So if anybody can find a fly system that can hold up a 200-pound Pisces woman with crippling eczema but a heart of gold, you let me know. Because that's, it's only renaissance energy from here on out. We had the eras tour energy earlier in the year. No, 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 baby. It is renaissance. It's a renaissance of being a a gal who does shit, who believes she could, so she did, but also fuck around and find out energy. You know what I mean? Put me on that fly system at the Fox Theater and just let me live my life. Uh, Hopefully, though, there's some large men that can hoist me up. Because here's the thing, even though I've lost a little bit of weight, I'm very dense. At any time any medical professional has ever gotten me on the scale, anytime Jeff kind of picks me up to crack my back, the first thing that they always say is, surprised. Heavier than I thought. Heavier than expected. And I go, thank you. Thank you so much. It's true. It is true. You know, people are like, really? Okay. And I'm like, yeah, we're 205 right now. Getting in shape for the special is also a son of a bitch. You know what I mean? I it's it's nerve-wracking. And I do realize that I probably need a neck lift. This thick neck now that I've hit over thirty-five is also just a little bit of loose skin. I'll tell you what though. If at 40, listen, if at 40 I knock out a baby and do a mommy makeover in the same year and just pull the face taut, tight back. I don't want it I don't want a single person to say anything except you're glowing. Because I'm I'm working my ass off now to maybe be able to have extensive plastic surgery in a couple of years. <laughs> That's the goal. Put that on the vision board. Um, anywho, what else is going on? Oh, this was great. So I was up at my country club. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> I was up at the country club, and a friend of ours was like, hey, there's a woman looking at a house next door to you who's a fan. And her kids were in the backyard. And I didn't know this. This is my friend telling me it was her friend looking at our neighbor's house. <laughs> and I hear these kids running up to the gate. Well, of course, Rigatoni and, and Macaroni run, you know, they they play with the other dogs at the gate. But I was so worried because I, I, our neighbor doesn't have young children. So I was so worried that there was going to be a hand stuck through the gate. And I can't guarantee. When you step on my property, I'm in control. But if you're just, you got a little, Kitty fingers sticking through the gate. I got really nervous. So this woman is in the backyard, apparently, with her kids. And they're maybe like, I don't know, maybe six or eight. <laughs> and I just yell. And I remember when this happened. But this is so embarrassing that this woman then went and told her friend, like, hey, I realized I was looking at a house next door to my house. She said I was just screaming, my dog will absolutely eat your children's fingers. Do not let them comb through the f- Like a psycho. And so my friend Lindsay is telling me this and she's like, Heather, my friend, immediately in that moment knew just hearing your voice and the panic in your voice through the bushes, couldn't even see your face. But apparently I have a very recognizable voice that it was me. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm looking at a house next to Heather's. And all I'm doing is screaming, my dog will absolutely maul your children, keep them back. Her kids were great. They were just standing on the other side of the fence. And, you know, Riggs is screaming, just "Ah!" losing his Frenchie bulldog mind. Macaroni's an angel. She won't do shit. But I just got so nervous. When I hear young kids, I just got nervous. And this woman went back and told my friend Lindsay, hey, she's unwell. So to anybody who drops off mail... You know, the Amazon guys know my, my pets. We're all Gucci there, but I just had a panic. I don't know why. And I remember I was kind of like half ass on the phone and half ass just like regulating my dogs. But I literally, even though I didn't think I sounded panic, I wasn't physically panicked, but this woman was like, Heather had a full-blown meltdown. And they knew it was me. They are like, that's got to be Heather. Keep your kids away. Kid-free zone. My dogs will absolutely nip their fingers i just panicked i just panicked you know because i got bit by a dog as a kid i did i was getting a little frisky on the back end of a doverman pincher and i got bit i bounced back though you know what i mean again thick child it was a lot of skin to try and get through but anyways i just had an absolute apparently you know five second meltdown and the woman was like oh well looks like uh, i'm gonna be moving in next to Heather." <laughs> And when my friend Lindsay was telling me this at the club pool, I was just like, God damn it. I can't even escape to the suburbs without these hussies finding me. And then I think about it, too. Like, I'm tight with my neighbors, but I'll sit on my porch and I'll either make TikToks or do Instagram stories just saying the most ridiculous shit. And I know that my voice echoes off the back of the fountain. And I'm like, do these people... I mean, it's an older bunch around me, but I'm like, do they, are these people eventually going to be recording all my phone conversations where I'm just melting down on the back porch with a glass of wine at 10 p.m.? And I think the Sonos is dragging me, drowning me out. Or are they just going to, I don't know, blackmail me one day? I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Um, but I God, I was just, that made me laugh, made me laugh. You know I've been working with Brook Linen since the beginning of the podcast. That's three years, baby, and counting. And I love to work with them because they have a absolute five star no, let me say ten star product. Listen, if you want the most fabulous things for your home, if you want cozy robes, if you want fabulous sheets, great duvets, all of the above, Brook Linen has it. The reason I love Brook Linen is because it's high quality. Okay. Experience a difference for yourself and check out Brooklinen's new fall collection. Visit in-store or online at brooklinen.com and use code ABSOLUTELYNOT for $20 off your online order of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code ABSOLUTELYNOT for $20 off. I love that they have a new fall set. Maybe you want to refresh your sheets. Maybe you want some new, you know, pillowcases so you feel like, You're laying down in your cozy, comfy, absolutely crisp bed for those crisp fall nights. Why not upgrade the way you sleep, the way you live? Because you know what, honey, you deserve it. Brooklyn was also founded by a husband and wife duo, Rich and Vicky in 2014, and their mission is to provide their customers with hotel quality, award-winning luxury bedding. And, you know, listen, take it from me, but Brooklyn's internet famous sheets have over 100,000 five-star reviews, multiple awards from industry experts, and are made with long staple cotton for longevity and softness. And if you're looking for a serious upgrade to your home, grab a bed and bath bundle for a good night's rest and new at-home spa routine. You can save time and up to 25% off when you bundle with your new favorite home essentials. I love Brooklinen. You know what I mean? I, I don't even need to sell it to you because you're already buying it. And you already love it because they're legit. Again, go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutely not. If I didn't have AG1 in my bag to take every morning, just one scoop of it and a little bit of water... I would not be able to survive the way I am. Listen, knock on wood, your girl's been feeling good for a while now because I have been diligent about taking my AG1. Yes, they sponsor my podcast, but it's because I use the damn product. You know, I test everything out. You know, I'm giving it to you 100 and keeping it real. Athletic Greens is amazing. And I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave it a try a while ago. I think honestly at the tail end of COVID. And the next thing you know, we have so much of it in our house because we actively take it. Like I could be an AG1 dealer right now, all right? I love this stuff. Here's why I love it, because with just one scoop, every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits, like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. And it's delivered directly to me every month, so it's been super easy to make it a daily habit. One of the reasons why I have so much in my house is because I personally ordered it, and then my husband ordered it, my mom ordered it, because we're all obsessed with it. So again, your girl swimming in that AG1, and I'm taking it And it's never made me feel better. I love it. It's just awesome. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Check it out. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Let's get into it. You know, as always, you can call on the hotline, eight hundred two one three seven five zero three. 213 7503 the absolutely not line. Give me an absolutely not and absolutely yes. Anything we're happy about. Anything we're concerned about. Let's see what's going on.
3: Hey, Aunt Heather, this is Kylie. It's twelve thirteen, like in the you know midnight in Athens, Georgia. And I was just scrolling Ooh. on TikTok and I saw a crime scene cleanup guy talk about how if you die in your house, mm. your animals will eat you. And that is absolutely not for me. Mm-hmm. But you will be very happy to know. I was happy to know that cats are the first animals to eat you. Can't stand a cat. Okay. And maybe Mm. this is why labs are like labs will not eat you no matter how hungry they get. And so. I love a lab. From now on, when I go to to buy a new animal, I'm just going to buy it based on like, is it going to eat me or not? Yeah. That's all. Back to the TikTok I go. (laughs) Bye.
0: Callie from Athens, Georgia. I mean, it started out real country and then you got a little more uh, sophisticated there. I loved it. Callie, these are the kind of things, these are the downward spirals I go to on the Instagrams and the TikToks at night. You know, I'll end up on a Reddit thread that's like, will vultures, you know, rip out your eyes if you die on the Oregon Trail? Like, I don't know why, but that's the kind of stuff I look at. Interesting you should bring that up. You know what I mean? Do I think my Frenchies would eat me? I don't. Would they use my body as a ladder system to get, you know, to open the pantry door to get to all the freeze-dried chicken treats? Absolutely. I don't know if they'd eat me. Delta, my kitty cat, and also, listen, Callie, I understand you're not a cat fan, but why does it always gotta be, I hate cats? You know, I don't love snakes, but I'm not gonna tell you, you know, I will tell you, don't have a fucking snake as a pet. That's bizarre and weird. But I, I don't know why it's always just such a, it's, 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 there's no gray area with people who don't like cats, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's never just like, you have a cat, not my preference, but I love that you rescued a kitty cat. It's like, I fucking hate cats. I've said this multiple times. We gotta have a little more justice for our feline friends. They don't deserve this kind of negative energy thrown at them all the time. Because I'll tell you right now, once you have one good pussy, it'll change your life. You know what I mean? Once you have one good kitty cat, it'll change your life. Yeah, are there a lot of bad bad apples out there in the feline world? For sure. Never met a Scottish fold who didn't look at me a little sideways. You know, tabbies are a little off their rocker. But I got a sweet one that I rescued in Mississippi. Delta Burke, and she's the love of my life. So pump the brakes on the, I hate the cats. Now, would a cat eat you? I'd hope so. You know, I also do believe that, you know, if God forbid something happens to me, I want to be buried in a nice, decomposable, recyclable box that I eventually, you know, you put me out in the backyard and I I, you wrap me in linen, a light, loose linen, and you just put me in the box, let me melt into the soil of the earth, become one with the roots of the strong foundation of life and the other world, of the other life, and then I want to arise into a cherry tree or a peach tree. I mean, I think that's pretty appropriate. You know what I mean? A nice peach tree. So honey, and my attorney, if you're listening to this, I'd like to become a peach tree. You know, but if if my cats, if, if I am one with the earth and my cat needs to, you know, I don't know, take an elbow to survive, do what you gotta do. It is scary. Dude, wiener dogs will, those things are tiny, but I wouldn't be afraid of a cat as much as a wiener dog. A wiener dog will eat you You know, rack up a couple hundos on the American Express bill, book a trip to the Amalfi Coast, take a dump right next to your corpse, and then never call you again. And I I know there's a lot of wiener dog, dachshund fans that listen to the podcast, and I'm not saying... You know, I know what you're probably thinking, Heather, you're talking ill uh, uh, about the wiener dogs the same way that this woman was talking about cats. No, I'm just saying sleep with one eye open. I love a long-haired wiener. I think they are fun, cute, spunky. I like how they're little, you know, they look like a little centipede. I love them. But I'm telling you right now, when you die, they will absolutely steal your credit cards. And next thing you know, they're going to be doing an Italian vacation without you and eat you raw dog. I've just heard a lot of stories. What other animals might eat you in the middle of the night? A lab. I love, though, that a lab won't. That's America's dog. You know what I mean? When I think of, like, all American, it's a nice family with a lab. You know, two gay guys, both named Gary, with a lab. Could be anybody. If you got a lab, doesn't matter your gender, your ethnicity, your your religion. It to me says hey, you're doing fine. I'd love a lab. I would. I'd get get a lab. I'd get a lab. I I don't know. I just lean French. I lean Frenchy. You know, I don't know if I connect with my dogs because we have the same body type. Real thick necks, thick, thick up top, and then just really skinny legs. I don't know if that's... (laughs) All I'm saying is, if you got a lab, you did something right. You know what I mean? You did something right. You know, I hear Westies are pretty aggressive, too. But either way, I also love that this is the side of the Internet that you're on right now, because that's where I get. It gets dark. Dude, I was on Flat Earth TikTok the other day, and this fabulous girl follows me, and she works for NASA. And I DM'd her after I had taken a couple gummies, and I was like, hey, girl, you got to explain this to me. And she was like, "Here are the here's the real facts. So, you know, did I think for a half an hour, the earth might be flat for a minute, but then I, you know, I have smart bitches who follow me. So she schooled me on that. But then again, you know, after the gummies wore off, I did go back into a flatter, I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn. You know, are we living in the Truman show? Probably. Uh, Do I have a Netflix special coming out on October uh, 17th? Yeah, I do. Um, Okay. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey,
1: Heather. It's a girl, Alyssa. I'm not going to tell you where I'm calling from, but I am just calling because I'm a teacher and we just started back to school and I just have an absolutely not. And that is just all the bullshit that we have to deal with. I'm a theater teacher. Mm. I should have fun. My class is fun. All you have to do is follow rules, but apparently that's too difficult. Why am I having discipline issues in a theater classroom? My classroom management is gorgeous. It's impeccable. Okay. My kids, The ones that want to be there are professional. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. They know how to act. They're amazing. But every once in a while, you get these kids who come in and just act like they can do whatever they want, and then they get written up. And it becomes a thing. And I'm just really tired of dealing with it. Also, I have been working covering classes because we don't have enough subs. So they used to pay us, used to. We found out today that we don't get paid anymore. And I have been covering classes for the past two weeks just so I can pay my rent. What's that about? I'm just very frustrated, but I really appreciate you and your podcast gets me through and I love to giggle and you're amazing and thank you so much and love and light, girl.
0: Love and light. Listen, big shout out. We have not done enough for the teachers. Big shout out to all the teachers out there. I mean, I'm sure the absolute nods are endless with the shit y'all deal with. Now, listen, the theater... My theater teacher and and the theater space for me was just absolute heaven on earth, okay there was nothing better than going to theater class and just doing zip zaps up zap, and doing warm ups and vocal trills with my friends and then reenacting I don't know guys and dolls. that was my happy place, and you know i I, I thrived in theater now. I remember when I got to college and I was obviously a theater major and they always had like three football players that would take like theater 101 and we were in the same class and they're always like, this is fucking stupid. I get it. If the arts don't speak to you, that's fine. But the theater, especially high school theater, should be a place where people can nurture and grow who they are as an artist. Nothing is, is more annoying to me than when people try and stifle creativity because they're insecure with, I don't know, their sports agenda, whatever the fuck that is, okay? But I I teachers, I mean, listen, theater used to be where everybody could get a little goofy. You know what I mean? You went to theater class and you like might get away with cursing a little bit. You know what I mean? Or you do some sort of like, I don't know, weird outside the box, some like emotional thing and you could really like let out who you were. Theater class, even if you weren't a theater kid, whenever people come to theater class, everybody got a little goofy. You know what I mean? It was supposed to be the place to shake it off. You know what I mean? And and let loose, be creative. And now you got to deal with tasing kids. And that is difficult. I don't know how teachers do it, period. You know, if I had, I, I would be a terrible teacher. Although I do think I'd be a good parent, but I don't think I'd be a great teacher. I don't. I mean, I'm out here basically a life coach nine times out of 10 for you, you older hoes. But could I teach the youth? No, I would say what I've always said. I would tell the kids who are acting out now, listen, you think you're being a little, you think you're being cool? You think you're so cool? Let me tell you something, you're a little shit. And everybody's going to remember you, Trevor. Everyone's going to get out to college and you're going to go to your first high school reunion, you know, two summers out. You're all going to go to a Braves game and then go to the bar after. And everyone's going to be like, you know, wh- oh, Trevor's still just as douchey as he was before. If anybody needs to play this for the class bully, go ahead and play it for you. Hey, Trevor, no one, no one wants to deal with your shit, okay? Just be fucking nice. You don't have to be an asshole. Just be nice. We know you're dealing with some shit at home, okay? We're very empathetic to that, but just be nice. Don't ruin it for the other theater kids. Let them live in their fantasy world of, you know, light in the piazza or carousel. Let them live. Let them put on some tap shoes and tinkle, tinkle all the way across the stage. You know, you know, there's at least two theater kids whose parents aren't going to show up to to the fall festival. So just let them live. I never understood. I never understood why. I don't know. I I went to a very small school. We were all always very tight knit. But I'll tell you, the one kid who like was kind of a douche and a dick is not succeeding right now. So if you're in high school and you're listening to this and you feel like you're not really finding your place your way. High school will be over soon. You're going to get out, go to college, have a great experience, move to San Clemente, start surfing, and, and join a startup. Don't worry about it. You've got stock options in front of you. High school is such a short period, and you look back. I don't even remember half my high school. I mean, I had too many Mike's Hard Lemonades behind the theater, behind the high school theater. You know, I was focused on the craft and partying at the same time. But don't worry about it. Tell these kids in high school, don't worry about it because that guy Trevor is going to grow up and everyone's still going to hate him and he's going to work in like healthcare, and everybody at the insurance agency is going to be like, oh God, he's a fucking douche. You know, you don't want to peak in high school. If you're the coolest person ever in high school, that means you're done. You want to be cool, but nice. You want people to be like, oh yeah, hanging out with Emily, she was always, she was cool and just super nice. And then you can keep going. But if they were like, you're the coolest person in the school, you're done. You know what I mean? You're done. They're like, she was cool, but kind of a bitch. She's done. You know what? Wait, wait till you see her in 10 years. You run into her at Trader Joe's and she's having six tattoos removed. You know, and she looks tired. Just wait. Also, shout out to the teachers. I don't know how you deal with that. I don't know. I, I started yelling at the kids. I'm angry. I'm angry that, you know, you can't, that you got to deal with the bullshit. There's not enough teachers. You know, y'all are, have to go through safety drills. I mean, hell, back in my day, we just did a tornado drill. We did like three a semester. You hit the deck in front of the, the lockers and prayed that the roof didn't rip off. And nowadays, you got to deal with all sorts of shit. It's wild. It's a wild, wild west. I think I'm going to end up becoming like a Montessori school kind of gal. And I'm not saying that because I don't believe in like, <clears throat> you know, the educational system, but I kind of don't because I've talked to some other parents and I know if anybody is a Montessori school mom, please call in because I, I, I clearly want to stir the pot, but I just, it kind of makes a lot of sense to me. You know, you just, you, you throw the kids in a field. Maybe they start rolling around in the dirt. Maybe they start digging in the dirt. They find a couple worms, worms equal X. You know what I mean? They start asking the organic questions. I don't know. From what I studied on Montessori school, it makes a lot of sense. You know, but then I also don't want my kid to be the one in the corner in the theater class once they get to regular high school, unable to communicate because they were eating worms at Montessori school. Again, I'd be a good parent, but I don't think I'd be a good teacher. That was the moral of the story. It's always about me. You know, I treat macaroni and rigatoni like I birthed them myself, and that's why I give them Farmer's Dog. Farmer's Dog is the best of the best. I already use it. Thank God they sort of work with me on the podcast, so at least I can pay for my own Farmer's Dog. Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. Listen, when I open that bag, a Farmer's Dog, my dogs go literally batshit crazy. They are so excited. They, I mean, I say breakfast. Rigatoni could be 10 miles away, and he hears it, and he knows I'm cutting open that bag of fresh farmer's dog, and he loses his mind. He loves it. For Farmer's dog is great, too, because you can, you know, uh, send in specifics. Like, rigatoni can't eat chicken, so I only give him the turkey and the pork and the other recipes. And it, his name comes on the little package. It says how much to give him at any time, whether he's put on a little weight or taken off a little weight or whatever. I can go in there and adjust it. You know what I mean? And what I love about farmer's dog is I don't have to worry about it, because They are giving me top quality nutritional food for my dog that I love more than life itself. Right now you get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Plus you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Again, that is thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Again, I love farmer's dog. You're going to love it. Your dogs will thank you too. And you know what? You want them to love you. Okay. Be the best mom or dad for your dog today and get him farmer's dog. Now back to the podcast. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, I love BetterHelp. Okay. You can give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com/slash absolutely and get on your way to being your best self. One of the reasons I love better help is because. When, when life feels uncertain, when you get bogged down, when you're doing too much and just shit feels crazy, you know what? Sometimes you need to talk to somebody. Sometimes we're faced with a crossroad in life and we don't know which path to take. Well, it helps to talk it out. And if you've ever benefited from therapy, you know, like, you know how great it feels just to like work through your feelings in a positive, safe environment where you can chit chat and just work through it. Visit betterhelp.com absolutely today to get 10% off your first month. Listen, I, I love BetterHelp, okay? If you're ever thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com absolutely today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P. So that's betterhelp.com absolutely. Again, take your life back in your hands. You can do it. Just go to betterhelp.com absolutely to find some way to chit chat with. So, hey, you can feel better with better help.
4: Hey, Heather, it's your girl, Candy, from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, girl. I'm just calling to say an absolutely yes. My absolutely yes is the couples that you're hanging out with at the bar, I mean, not really hanging out with them, but you're sitting at the bar next to them, and they talk to you, and you talk to them, and you exchange numbers and, like, come to find out they live a town over, and you hang out with them. They come to your anniversary, like, dinner and your birthdays, and, like, this absolutely yes to people being fucking nice to each other. I love like, that. My favorite day is me and my husband going out to 1 or 2 a.m. and hanging out with a few couples and sharing calamari and shooting the shit and talking about kids and babies, even though we don't have any. And like, gross, ew, they're so disgusting, but I kind of want one. And, like, just having that kind of fun relationship that's so random. You know, you go to the bar and, like, eat, eat some food,
1: mm-hmm. drink some
4: beer, and talk with a bartender. <laughs> but, like, you actually make life on friends, and I just love it.
0: I love I that. I absolutely
4: love it, And you're just absolutely used yes to being fucking nice to each other. And I feel like the world can be better with better people. All mm-hmm. it takes is a shot of bourbon, a shot of tequila. And you really get to know people next to you at the bar. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I ran up a hundred dollar tab this weekend. I was like, it's fine. It's for our friends. They have us next time. And like, I have their phone numbers and everything. And like, mm-hmm. we're going to hang out all the time. <laughs> like, I want to buy a house in their subdivision. Oh. And like, hang out with them every second day. So basically absolutely yes. Uh, nice and kind people. Anyways, GTG. Bye.
0: Okay. Everything about this voicemail started off super positive. Yes to adult friendship. Yes to new I love that you said you know, nothing better than splitting a calamari and talking to friends about maybe having kids, how you're scared about it, but you also kind of want to do it. They're gross, but you want one. That was great because that's how I feel. Nothing is better than going out with a, with friends, people that are nice to you, people that you feel like you can be vulnerable with, share things with, giggle with, and split a calamari. And let me tell you something. I judge a restaurant on the calamari. If that ain't fresh, I can spot fake squid in a heartbeat. I can spot it miles away. And so if you got a great, fresh calamari, I'm in. A nice aioli, a good marinara, plenty of lemon to to drizzle on top. I will judge you by your calamari. That was just such an honest, just raw moment. Nothing better than hanging out with new friends and splitting a calamari. However, my friend, I think towards the end of the voicemail, we got a little stalkerish. I want to live in their neighborhood. I want to buy a house so I can see them every day. We got to pump the brakes. I know you're excited. I know you spent $100 on them, but this is also could be a little touch of gaslighting. First, you go ahead and you buy them the food and drinks. No, the tab's on us. Next thing you know, you've moved in next door. Next thing you know, they're calling the authorities because you're a peeping Tom, okay? Don't, don't, you know, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy just yet. You just made friends. Don't go crazy. If you want to keep them, split the calamari. Maybe they get the next round of white wines, but don't don't go moving in next door just yet. All right? I love that we're nice. I love that we're excited. But as soon as you said you're moving into the the neighborhood next door or moving in next door, we got to pump the brakes. Speaking of which, I've seen a lot of like misinformation on the internet about gaslighting. I'll tell you what a gaslighter is. A gaslighter is anybody who just farts and blames it on you. Plain and simple. That is what that is. My husband gaslights me all the time will be in Costco, Target, at the country club. And you know what I mean? And then he blames it on me. I didn't do it. I'm not even paying attention. I turn around and he's like, Heather, you're disgusting. You got to stop. You got to stop. He thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. It's not. I'm not standing for it anymore. It's got to stop. So if you have a gaslighter in your life, call them out in public. Just let them know enough. Anyways, I love that though. That is joy. That is... Oh man, there's nothing better. It's nothing better than when you sit at a bar and you meet new friends. You know what I mean? And you're at the corner spot of the bar, right at that angle. So you can actually hear each other and you don't have to be like, Hey Mike, scoot over. I can't, I can't see what she's saying. You know, you're at that corner spot, that little V spot at the corner of the bar and you meet new friends is this happens a lot in Florida. Cause there's a lot of bar flies in Florida. You go down to Naples, Boca Raton, West Palm. You sit at the Capitol Grill on a a Thursday at happy hour. You're going to meet some lifelong friends. Next thing you know, you're on a speedboat going 150 miles an hour towards Key West. You know what I mean? And you have an adventure. And I love that. I love that journey for you. I, I, you know, I've said this before, but I, I love a vacation friend. I, that's why I always loved cruises. I still keep in contact with this guy that I met at the kids club. He was from Rhode Island and we're still friends on Instagram and checking in each other. His name's Rob, swear to God. He was from Ro- Rhode Island. He recently got back from China. He was doing something in China and he just had, a, I think his second kid and we're still friends on Instagram. We met when we were 13 in the kids club on a celebrity cruise. So all I'm letting you know is I've been doing this since the jump. I love to make friends on trips. I love to, you know, keep in touch, you know, run into you in Cabo. That's like my favorite thing in the entire world. I love that. And I never understood when people are like, no, I like to go on vacation and not speak to anybody. I say that I'm going on vacation with the best intention to not speak to anybody, to just stay in my bungalow. You know what I mean? Read a book, that is not me. By 2 p.m. on the first day, I'm at that corner V spot on the corner of the bar, sucking down pina coladas, just looking for life. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I will sit at the bar by myself. This is how codependent I am. I will sit at the bar by myself and hear from across the way. People are like, I went to Virginia Tech. I have no connection to Virginia Tech. And I'll learn like, Virginia, it's your girl. Like, I don't know. I will just become friends with people. And then the next thing you know, we're getting matching tattoos, matching airbrush t-shirts, and possibly exchanging room keys. And that's just how I like to do things on vacation. It it literally takes me going to a remote island to not phone, make a new friend, phone a new friend on vacation. We were on an island called Ischia in Italy and I was sit on my honeymoon. I'm sitting down having dinner, just chit-chatting with the table next to us. And I thought Jeff was going to kill me. He's like, can we have one dinner where we just sit and chit-chat? I go, it's day 20. What else do we have left to say? These nice folks are from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Okay, we're talking about our favorite ice cream shop there. Pipe down. Let me live my life. But, you know, the overall, me, the overall message the overall message of your voicemail is be nice to each other. We should be nice to each other. I've been saying this for a long time. Be nice. Don't be a dick. It's not that hard. You know what I mean? I saw something great on, on the interwebs. It said when you're in a fight with somebody or if somebody's trying to, like, passive-aggressively, you know, if they're gaslighting you, if you're in an argument with somebody and they're trying to be a dick, say, are you trying to be helpful or hurtful? Really, are you trying to cut to the bone or are you trying to be helpful in this situation just like you know more? And I thought that was great. Next time somebody's being a dick, be like, are you trying to be helpful or hurtful? Because I think sometimes when you, when you actually say it out loud, are you trying to be hurtful? It's shocking. Not like, are you being a douche? Are you being a dick? Are you trying to be hurtful? Because if they say yes and you call them out on trying to actually be hurtful, you know what I mean? It's a whole other ball game. I loved it. Just stick it in. Get people. Get people. You know, get them where, where they are.
2: Hey, Heather, it's your girl, Maggie. I have potentially an absolutely yes, but I need some advice. So I met this guy on a Delta flight a few weeks ago. And as soon as I sat down, he started talking to me and we ended up talking the whole flight. Then as we land, he gets my Instagram. We message for like a week. And then he kind of goes to me for like two weeks. <sighs> So he recently hit me up again saying he has been on Instagram and it's been a busy two weeks. Okay. But like he's 31, 6'3", software engineer. So I'm like, thank you for Delta First Class for sitting next to a smart tree of a man. Yes. But I happen to know that he was engaged a month before the flight and he mentioned Mm. an ex on the plane, so I know it's broken off. I just don't know if I should reply to him and keep this going or if I should let it be a fun story. Let me know. Love and light. Can't wait to see you in L.A. in November.
0: I love this. First of all, we found love in a hopeless place, which is high in the sky, you know, but on a Delta flight, beautiful thing. Shout out. Keep climbing. I say keep going for it. Now, he mentioned the ex. He was upfront about it. He's not hiding it, which I think is the biggest thing. You know, software engineering, he may be in one of those things where, you know, they're building the software. He may be coding. And when you're coding, you're just pounding monster energy drinks and you're not seeing the light of day for like two weeks. So I will take that excuse. I will honor them. And so you go for it. Here's the thing. Men bounce back. You know what I mean? Anytime a woman gets divorced, widowed, regardless, it takes usually takes women a minute to get back on that horse. Guys, they're right in it. You can't really judge him for it. You know, I've I've had a very big rule with Jeff. Like if I pass away, he has to wait a certain amount of time before he's allowed to, you know, look at porn, touch a woman's titty. Like I have very specific things just because I know, I know, I know what will happen. God forbid all of you hoes that listen to this podcast are going to, you know, feel bad for the grieving husband who lost the queen of comedy. And then the next thing you know, y'all are going to be like, well, if I just give him a blow job, it'll make him feel better. You'll think you're doing it in my honor. But really, you're just swooping in on my my man. I mean, Jeff always says he's like, babe, your audience. Oh, God, I'd have the pick of the litter. I'm like, you're a you're a pig. And he laughs so hard about that. I go, you're right. They would. They would do it for me. So anyways, if there's any volunteers out there to just give them a hand job, just don't make eye contact. That's all I'm asking. Keep them happy. But just, you know, don't make it too nice. Regardless, though, yeah, the guys, they, they will bounce back pretty quick. You know, so I don't know. You can't judge them for that. Also, we don't know. It could have been a long time coming. You don't know. I mean, did he tell you the whole story? She could add somebody else on the side. I say you cut him a little slack. Go on a date with them. What's the worst that's going to happen? He murders you and puts you in the back of his trunk. Could happen. Could happen. Do a little research. Get a little background check. But I say go for it. You know, Listen. I've had plenty of friends who've been engaged before and called it off and we all knew it wasn't meant to be. Or we were just like, you know, they were forced into it kind of in a family situation or they'd been together for so long. But sometimes it takes you walking about to walk down the aisle to realize this ain't it. I say you go for it. I say you follow through, reach out. Hey, I'm sure you've been slammed. Me too. Let's grab that drink. You know what I mean? Let's grab that drink. If the guy starts crying at a Chili's because he's upset, if he starts bringing up the ex too much, then you know he's not over it. And, and, and then you can kindly tell him, hey, friend to friend, I think you need to take a little more time to grieve the ex. But if he's just like, dude, she was she was having sex with dudes down in Scottsdale, then you just, you bounce. You know what I mean? Or, or you stay. If he's like, dude, w- let me tell you what happened, Okay. She went down for a, a, a friend's bachelorette. Next thing you know, she's 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 on top of the bar with no panties on at this nightclub outside of Scottsdale. Okay, I thought she was going to the spa for the weekend. Next thing you know, she's being a hoe. So if he starts, you know, telling you one of those stories, just know it wasn't meant to be. And you know, once a hoe, always a hoe. You know, if he if he's like, dude, she was down in Nashville on Broadway, on one of the back of one of those party trucks. And I saw her making out with my cousin, whatever. Just, just know it wasn't meant to be. But if he just says, if he starts crying at the restaurant, if he starts crying at the wine bar and he's just like, oh, Miss Michelle, but you're the next best thing, then let him know. Kindly put your hand on his hand and say, sweetie, I think you need to take a little more time to grieve you know, Jeff better grieve for a while and very publicly. And then I will filter, maybe a a couple of y'all want to DM him, DM me and you volunteer as tribute. Then I will maybe say, okay, these three girls can give you handjobs. Don't say I didn't do anything for him. Okay. But if not, I will absolutely come back and haunt him. All right. Anyways, in the meantime, We've learned a lot today. We've learned that Beyonce just likes to chit chat at the end of her concerts. We've learned that if you, if you make goals and set them, it'll happen. Even if it seems far away, it'll happen. We've learned that you got to be nicer to theater teachers. We've learned that, you know, the kid Trevor, and I'm not, that's a, that's a random name, but th- that one kid in school who, who is a douche now will always be a douche. And you got to just, you know, watch out for your pets. And if you stroke out in the middle of your kitchen, they may eat you. And that is why I love this podcast. It is, it, you hit me from both sides. You keep me on my toes. It's like I'm doing, you know, old drills at, 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 at JV soccer. I never know what you're going to hit me with. You're, you know, you're letting me know that you might be stalking a friend that you met at the bar. And I think that's great. You know, sometimes do I think that this podcast is incriminating? For sure. But there are other days that I I really just am filled with the light of the Lord from how y'all call in. And I can hear the excitement in your voices. And I hope you know that deep down in my heart, I am just thrilled for all the cool things we're getting to do together. Anyways, I hope this wasn't too cheesy of an episode, but thanks for listening and thanks for always tuning in and thanks for giggling with me. And you know what? Get that Beyonce energy. Harness that renaissance energy because you know what? This is your renaissance and the shit's about to pop off, so get ready. In the meantime, between time, you can always call into the hotline 800-213-7503 and get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I don't want to hear it. We're wrapping up the end of this tour. I do not want to hear it that you missed the show at the Pantages in LA or you missed the shows in richmond virginia do not bitch and complain to me and if you've never seen a show get out Heatherontour.com. we have very few tickets left so get them i'll see you next week arrivederci ciao bella thanks so much for listening to today's episode don't forget to subscribe rate us and leave a review and as always follow me on instagram at heather k mcmahon see you guys soon